So I'd like to begin the um, suggestions, instructions uh, for the practice today with um, just a a few um, attitudes that we can bring into our exploration of our meditation practice. And uh, we sometimes call these the three P's and they they come from from Robert Bear a wonderful teacher who lived here at Guy House for 10 years. Um, Some of you may have heard his name and perhaps also heard his beautiful teachings. And so the encouragement as we practice is to remember these three Ps and to bring them into the practice. And they are um, playfulness, patience and perseverance. You can change the order around (laughs) in whatever way you wish. And so it's so helpful to remember as we practice the patience. Okay, you know, practicing very much in this moment. And at the same time, we're also practicing over time. So we're cultivating, we're developing The Buddha had a beautiful image for this. He would say, you know, drop by drop, the water pot is filled. (laughs) So it's just if you kind of imagine, you know, if you've ever been to to India and seen these enormous (laughs) water pots, drop by drop. Such a beautiful image for patience as we practice. Such a beautiful quality that we can bring and that we can remember that we're cultivating as we're practicing. This relates back to kind of um, skillful, wholesome ways of relating to experience. What happens to our experience when we bring patience in? Hugely transformative. And what happens when we see what we're doing as an opportunity to cultivate patience? Yeah, so the mind is all over the place this morning. (laughs) Yeah. Ah. It's a cultivation of patience. I bring it back with that intention, with that quality. So that's the, the patience, um, the perseverance, yeah, which is related to that coming back, that continuity. Stick with it. Yeah. There'll be voices uh, internally that will say, oh, you know, a walking meditation, that's not so important. They just do that instead of a break. <laughs> Go and have another cup of tea. That's that perseverance. I'm I'm giving myself, I'm devoting myself to to the practice. I'm going to just take another step. I'm going to keep practicing. All that draw, you know, of the desire into fantasy when we're sitting. I'll I'll just kind of, I'll just think about lunch a little bit more, you know. I'll just sort out that problem in my life that I've been, you know, exploring, dealing with for, <laughs> you know, the whole of my adult life at least. And that, that pull and then that perseverance. That's now I'm just coming back to the object of my practice. I'm coming back to the breath. I'm coming back to the body. I'm coming back to sound, whatever it is that I'm using, the metta. Yeah. That sense of coming back with the patience. Yeah, together. And then the third, the playfulness. Yeah. Yeah. Saving the best for last. No, not really. <laughs> They're all wonderful. And the playfulness, that sense of engagement with experience and also that we can bring in a sense of lightness. Yeah, so we have a tendency when we do something that matters to us to get very serious. <laughs> yeah. This is a, uh, practice matters to me. This is important to me. So we get very serious. And with the seriousness comes sometimes a heaviness. Yeah, and, and even a kind of a tensing. Yeah. So bring in the playfulness, which is both, ah, we can engage with our experience. Yeah. And also we can bring exploration, curiosity yeah, into that engagement. So kind of, I think, with all of them, we're getting the sense, oh, you know, it's not, we're not passive. 
when we're practicing. We're not passive. We're not just kind of, yeah, sometimes it's skillful to have like that the, the, the attitude is sitting back and watching things unfold. But even that is an engagement. Yeah. When we bring intentionality, you know, doing that intentionally. So we're engaging with our experience in uh, appropriate ways, yeah, which change. Skillfulness, engagement with the practice. So I just want to kind of highlight how this can uh, come to something that many of us have perhaps done quite a lot of. Certainly you've already done it since you've been here for a day and a half, working with the breath. So we may think, oh, meditating on the breath means this. Yeah? This is what we do. Yeah? But there's actually different things we can do with the breath, and there's different ways we can relate to it. Yeah. So it might, you know, just as a basic object of mindfulness, yeah. we just come back to it. Yeah. That's one way of working with the breath. Um, we can also use the breath to bring awareness more deeply into the body. It's yeah. another way we can, you know, following the breath or feeling as we've been doing here, the flow, the movement of the breath through the body space. Keep bringing awareness through the breath more deeply into the body. We can connect to the breath, yeah, not just as a physical happening, yeah, not just as the physical sensations of the breathing, but uh, what we would call uh, the breath as an energy. Yeah. It's the breath on a more subtle level as it moves through the body. And we can also connect to the breath as a resource, yeah, as a way of attending yeah, and engaging with our experience. Yeah, so breathing in ways that are appropriate to what is unfolding in our experience right now. And we know this in our daily lives, right? Take a deep breath. <laughs> ever heard that? Anyone ever said that to you? Yeah. Or have you ever said it to someone else or to yourself? So we, we can attend to our experience through the way we're breathing. Yeah, and the breath can become a resource. Yeah. And it can actually also yeah, become a resource of well-being, of happiness. Yeah. Playing with the breath, attending to the breath, exploring the breath in ways that bring more well-being in our immediate experience. So we can breathe in different ways. <laughs> and this is quite a big insight. Yeah. And we can attend or work with the breath in a way that can feel good, yeah, that can bring uh, well-being. Yeah. And when I say that, just to say it includes a whole range from just okay, <laughs> yeah, breathing in a way that feels okay, to... Um, you know, breathing in a way that feels good enough, that has a sense of contentment, to um, breathing in a way that feels actually pleasant. Yeah. So we have a whole range there. And just that knowing, yeah, we can attend to the, to the experience with the breathing uh, in a way that can um, bring more well-being. Yeah, an experiential knowing, that's kind of something we're going to be touching into today. I've said a lot already. I'm just aware that I've just been sp speaking really fast. <laughs> so let's just give, a, give it a moment to land. So I just want to uh, read a little quote from uh, the Anapanasati Sutta, Sutta, Mindfulness of Breathing. Um, and... Here's some of the Buddha's suggestions yeah, on how to work with the breath, and he's talking about a practitioner. So breathing in long, she, the practitioner, knows I'm breathing in long. Or breathing out long, she discerns I'm breathing out long. 
or breathing in short, she discerns I'm breathing in short. Or breathing out short, she discerns I'm breathing out short. She trains herself. I will breathe in sensitive to the whole body. And she trains herself. I will breathe out sensitive to the whole body. She trains herself. I will breathe in calming bodily fabrication. And she trains herself. I will breathe out calming bodily fabrication. So perhaps you can tell that I love this sutta. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing. This is such a, a core sutta um, in, in the teachings. Um, and many of us, for many years of practice, will only be familiar with the first part that I read. You know, the breathing in long and the breathing in and out short. Yeah. And, and here the Buddha is talking about breathing in and out, sensitive to the whole body. So here's the sensitivity, the tuning in, the knowing our experience. And then breathing in and out, calming bodily fabrication, attending to our experience through the breath and the body. So what's bodily uh, fabrication? We've been mentioning it uh, already in many ways. It's the way our experience is shaped and known through the body, right? So the posture, there's emphasis on the posture. Why do we emphasize the posture? Because the way the shape the body is in impacts the mind. (laughs) And then the way the mind is impacts the way we experience things. The bodily fabrication, the way, um, the shape of the body, the tone of the body, the experience of the body. Yeah. Right, that shapes our experience, impacts our experience, constructs, fabricates, to use the language here, our experience. Does that make sense? Yeah. So we can just, you know, again, that, that example with the breathing, breath is part of the body, right? You know, when we breathe... Um, when we're relaxed, yeah, right before we fall asleep, yeah, the breath is a certain way, right? It's, um, it's calm, yeah, it's subtle, yeah, might be deeper, longer. When we're agitated, what happens to the breath? Yeah, it's more um, short, yeah, intense. So there's a relationship between the mind and the body. Um, And interestingly enough, uh, we can impact impact our experience through how we work with the body. Another little example. Um, Have you ever tried smiling when you're meditating? (laughs) Yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh, a wonderful master who passed away recently, um, that's, that was what part of his meditation instruction was to smile yeah, as you're practicing. And if you haven't ever tried it, try it. Yeah. It's also scientific research has shown yeah, that if people make the movement of a smile, it affects the brain. Yeah. It's interconnected there. So with the breath, with the way we're attending to the breath, with the way we're attending to the body, we're actually uh, participating in the shaping of our experience. This is something quite important to say. And that's why seeing the breath and the body um, not just as a physical happening, yeah, but actually that's kind of part of what we mean by seeing them as energy, yeah, not just a material field. And we can use that in our practice. So if our energy is low, yeah, and again, you've probably, many of you have heard this kind of instruction before. If your energy is low, if you're feeling very tired, um, you can imagine the breath coming up the body. Yeah? Having a sense of the breathing with an upright or imagine the breath 
um, coming in as a white, bright light. So that's again, yeah, we, we engage, we shape the experience through the way of, of breathing. We can engage with our experience through the way of breathing. Um, if there's a lot of agitation, too much energy in the system, uh, we can breathe kind of down and ground and root, yeah, or have more uh, emphasis in the attention with the out-breath. Yeah. You heard this, with this before? This bit? Okay. Yeah. That's a way of working with kind of imbalances of energy through the breath. And we can also, what we're kind of going to primarily be encouraging, inviting today, we can engage with the breath of the body and attune, turn our attention, incline our attention, attune to what is pleasant. Yeah, what is okay, what's good enough, that whole range of experience. Yeah. That's what we're going to invite you to do today. Notice what the response is. <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. Okay, so we're just inclining, we're just opening, um, investigating that possibility. And we're doing it for for a few reasons. I mentioned yesterday in the talk um, that our mind has a strong habit of fixating on things. Remember, it kind of focuses on something, one phenomena out of everything that's going on, and fixates on that. And then the the experience is, this is is all there is. There's just this. That's the fixating, and particularly it fixates on the negative and the unpleasant. Yeah. What well, I was referring to as the negativity bias yesterday. Do you remember that? Yeah. So when we actually invite yeah, the awareness, invite the attention to actually tune in, go to what is pleasant or okay or good enough, one thing we're doing is we're rebalancing that negativity bias. Yeah. Because the tendency is to go to the negative and we're saying, hey, let's look at what's not negative, what's not unpleasant, what's even pleasant. And we're just creating a balance. The interesting thing is, we don't need most of the time to invent something. Because out of the kind of infinite almost things that are available to us in any moment, there will be something that will be okay. Now we're just not noticing it. Just not noticing it. So we kind of tune into that. So we're kind of balancing that uh, negativity bias. We're also um, kind of working to make that habit of fixating on one thing to kind of soften it. So that we actually have more agency, more possibility of where we place attention. So it's like we're expanding the, the muscles of our awareness yeah. to remember ah, there's more to experience in any given moment than what is being revealed through the conditions of my mind. And just, that, just that remembrance is revolutionary. So we're expanding that, we're opening that possibility. And as we're doing it, um, we are... Uh, really enhancing the flexibility and the pliability of the mind, which is something that happens through meditation, but some practices kind of make it (laughs) even more um, potent. That kind of flexibility and pliability of the mind, that the mind can shift, can move, is less um, stuck in the grooves of the habits. And so this seeing the breath in particular as an energy has kind of a lot of potential freedom in it. You know, we can actually um, start playing with our breathing in and out of different areas of the body, not just the anatomy. Yeah. That's, that's possible. Um, we're, we're interested in breathing, in relating to the breath and in kind of uh, uh, breathing in ways that kind of an 
enhance the sense of okayness and well-being and pleasure. And as we do this, what can be revealed is uh, again and again the relationship. (laughs) So as we breathe in ways that may feel more pleasant, more easeful, we might notice uh, also the heart and mind. Yeah, relax and open, are less contracted. So I'll I'll just kind of say one more thing, and then we'll we'll dive into the practice together. So um, we're going to primarily be focusing, and I'll be guiding doing this, tuning into the pleasant, okay, good enough, um, through the breathing, and particularly through breathing, uh, longer and deeper. So for most of us, we're inviting the breath to be longer and come more deeply into the body. And for most of us, that will um, mean a more pleasant experience. Uh, Really helpful to remember here, we're inviting. So it's a very, very fine line there. So it's not like some of some yoga techniques where we're um, kind of really uh, manipulating the breath more uh, with more energy, more forcefully. Just inviting, we're exploring what happens when the breath goes deeper into the body. Now what happens when the breath is kind of, we invite it, we see, uh, can you be longer? than the habit of breathing. We have strong habits around breath. Mm. We just explore that. Um, And if one of two things, if the breath is not a comfortable sensation for you, which is true for many people. (laughs) So if you already know the breath is not a comfortable sensation for me. So this is going to be quite a tall order. to do. Um, So a couple of possibilities. One is to um, see if you can relate to the breath as an energy rather than uh, anatomy and then go immediately to something quite playful like imagining the breath coming in from the feet or the top of the head and see if that releases some of that relationship with the breath. Or another possibility is to actually just work with the body space. And we'll do that at the beginning of the practice anyway. And you can just stay with that, with the sense of an expanded awareness through the body, which in itself can uh, feel uh, pretty nice. Yeah. So that's uh, uh, another possibility. And for some of you, um, even if you're comfortable working with the breath, you might find the, the kind of whole body awareness, this expanded, stretched awareness, actually more directly pleasant than, than playing with the breathing. And that's also fine to stay with that. And if that was confusing, forget that last bit. Okay, like you'll kind of know if it's useful for you. Um, and if you don't, if it doesn't resonate right now, um, then just, just leave it. And if, and, and the, the last thing, in case neither the body or uh, the breath, even as a, as a kind of energetic field, feels like a safe, appropriate, comfortable place for you, um, then you can use can continue to use sound or meta practice. Yeah, either one of those. Yeah, the sound we can tune into the pleasantness in the hearing. Yeah, as a pleasantness just in the knowing of something, just in the in the awareness of something. So we can tune into that, or we can tune in quite easy here to pleasant sounds. Yeah. Um, and the meta practice. I think kind of goes without saying, <laughs> but uh, we can just tune in to the, to, the, to the well-being that comes with that intention. Right, hopefully that's covered all the bases. So we're going to have about a half hour of practice together. So if you need to um, stand up and sit down again or change your posture, any of that, feel free to do that.
And taking your time as always to settle into the posture. No rush. Already bringing in the awareness, bringing in the attention as we're finding our posture, as we're settling into it making any adjustments so that the body is as relaxed and comfortable as possible, as balanced and supported and steady as possible. Checking in as you settle into the posture, checking into that balance of uprightness and ease. A balance of alertness and relaxation, receptivity. Inviting the awareness to the sensations of contact. Contact of the body with the seat, the body with the ground. Perhaps the body with itself, the hands in contact with each other. Or with the legs, the lap. Gathering and rooting and collecting the awareness with the sensations of contact. And then from there, opening, gradually opening the awareness. Letting it expand. Inviting it to fill up the whole space of the body. So awareness wide and open, expanded through the whole body, having a sense of the whole body to sit here. Sometimes might even stretch the awareness a little bit further so it's a little bit larger than the body. containing the body like a 
a bubble or a cocoon of awareness. This can be one of our, of the pillars of the anchors of our practice, just this sense of awareness wide and open through the whole body. And it will naturally contract, shrink, every once in a while. Part of our practice is to keep opening it out. Stretching it, opening it, expanding it. Here's where the playfulness comes in. Find your way of doing that. Keeping the awareness wide and sensitive, open. Opening also to the movement of the breath through the space of awareness. feel like the breath ripples or vibrates or flows through that space of awareness in the body. Really bringing the playfulness in again and again, exploring, curious. We haven't practiced this way before, it may feel strange or might not be sure about what you're doing. Just exploring. Can we bring an intention to be sensitive to the whole body as the breath flows through it? Gently inviting the breath to be longer. It's an invitation. Can the breath be longer than it is right now? Not forcing, not straining. Very much welcome, welcoming the breath to be longer and exploring the length of the breath. wide and open through the whole body, breath flowing through the body space, through the space of awareness, that invitation for the breath to be longer. Tuning in to notice if there's anything that feels pleasant in that. Anything that feels nourishing, any well-being. 
as we invite the breath to be longer, feeling it fill up the whole space of awareness in the body. So this will be our exploration, awareness wide and open through the body. Invitation to the breath to be longer. This playfulness to see, can the breath be a little bit more, a lot more comfortable? More pleasant, more wholesome. Exploring, and if you find a frequency, if you find a kind of breathing that feels wholesome, that feels nourishing, that feels pleasant, or good enough, satisfying, and staying with that and exploring that, deepening into that. Take some time to explore that.
Noticing what's unfolding in experience in this moment. And if there's any distraction, acknowledging that. That's the natural movement of the mind. Gently sinking back into the body. Opening out the awareness again. It's probably contracted, shrunk. And we can gently open it out, stretch it out, whole body, feeling any well-being that comes with that opening. Re-establishing the awareness through the whole body and then re-establishing the attention with the breathing. flow of the breath and then the invitation for a longer breath. Exploring a more nourishing, more pleasant breath. Letting the breath fill up the whole space of the body.
this next breath. Letting it fill up the whole space of awareness in the body. Inviting it to be longer, more comfortable, more pleasant, more nourishing. Taking your time to explore, to savor each breath. Any degree of well-being, of pleasure, of comfort is available with the breathing. In the space of awareness. tension or pain, discomfort arises at any point in the practice, exploring bringing the breath there. Either breathing, imagining the breath coming in and out of that area of tension or breathing around it. Letting the breath flow around it, just exploring. can support a different relationship and can support more well-being. Similarly, if any of the hindrances appear, we attend with a pleasant, comfortable, nourishing breath. We tune to more energy with the breathing if that's needed. Can we attune to more calming with the breathing if that's needed? So don't look, don't go looking for tension or hindrances. They'll appear in their time. Primary practice is that wide body awareness and the breath invited to lengthen and fill up the whole body. Any degree of pleasure, comfort, okayness, well-being, tuned to, savored.
for the last minute or two. Really giving yourself to the exploration. What would make this next breath more comforting, more pleasant, more nourishing? And I breathe in, can I feel the whole body filling up with the energy of the breath? And the out breath, feeling the letting go and the well-being that comes with that release. Whole body breathing. So the invitation for today, if you would like, is to take this practice and explore it. Uh, always remembering at any given time, uh, you're welcome to also do any other practice. Yeah, Any of the practices we've done so far or other practices that you know, if that feels more appropriate, that's always the, um, what helps us discern. Yeah. And uh, if the meta practice feels like a practice you want to do more of, then really also feel invited to, to do that. Include that in your possibilities. So just a little bit um, with the walking practice. We can bring this also into the walking. Um, so a reminder, uh, it's a gorgeous day out there. Uh, Lots of opportunities to do walking practice outside. Uh, equally, you can practice inside in the walking room or in your bedroom. Um, and exploring things like the length of the path um, and also the speed of the walking. Yeah, for most of us, going slower is really supportive um, for the, the capacity to be sensitive yeah, to our experience. But how slow? And if slow, there's always also individual um, possibilities there. So just check with yourself what supports presence, what supports sensitivity as you walk. One thing that I find uh, really helpful is to begin the walking with standing. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, we kind of walk out of the hall, go put, our, put on our things, maybe make a drink and we walk out and we get to our path and we just keep walking. And that can be a great way of doing it, might be your way. Um, my suggestion and what the way I practice is to start when I get to my path, I stand. Yeah. And you stand and you feel the body standing on the earth. Yeah. And then if you want to apply this kind of wide body awareness that we just did, you take time to establish that sense of awareness through the whole body. Yeah. And if you don't, you just have a sense of the body standing <laughs> and just taking time, that really grounding. Stay there for as long as you wish and then begin the walking. Yeah. And begin the walking. And um, 
allow yourself, if you like the standing, if it's supportive, you can just keep stopping and standing <laughs> whenever that's helpful. So particularly, again, my experience when the mind, uh, when I find that I've lost my sensitivity, I've lost the presence, um, actually helps to stand and re-establish. Yeah. So play with that. And for most of us, again, at the end of the stretch of path, standing, stopping, feeling, and turning. Yeah. So we're using the standing as a way of establishing, um, gathering the awareness in the body and spreading it through the body. And there's a few things that we can tune into the walking that kind of support the invitation of the practice today. Um, one is um, just having a sense as you walk of doing it sensitively. <laughs> yeah. so you're walking on something <laughs> yeah. and the contact with that. So it's not a tightening, it's more a sense of wonder and appreciation. Yeah. That sensitivity. Yeah. Just Walking on the earth, walking on the carpet, yeah, walking on that cold wooden floor in the walking room, <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. And just kind of having sensitivity. Um, also having a sense of appreciation, I already said it, but appreciating the capacity to move the body. Yeah. What a miracle that is. Again, I'll quote Thich Nhat Hanh again, who said, um, I think that's my favorite teaching about walking practice, is from him. He said, um, the miracle, and he loved Jesus, he's not, and he said, the miracle is not to walk on water, the miracle is to walk at all. Yeah. So what happens when we bring that sense of wonder into our capacity to move the body, you know, whether we're practicing um, in walking or a different way of moving the body? A sense of that wonder. Oh wow, the beauty of the body moving. Incredibly beautiful thing. Yeah. And kind of any sense of appreciation, joy, wonder that comes, yeah, that's kind of that kind of um, well being that we're talking about. And we can tune into that um, in the body moving and of course in the environment around us. So, yeah, wonderful day for that. So beautiful, cold, yeah, but very beautiful. Yeah, so we can also bring that appreciation into the meeting with the cold. Yeah. A sense of our warmth in the clothes, warmth in the drink that we might be taking out with us. Yeah. A sense of having shelter. So we can bring that sense of appreciation um, into that as well. So yeah, that's the invitation, and I really hope you enjoy the practice uh, today. And and remembering that spectrum, yeah, of like enjoyment can be uh, a little bit less painful <laughs> if you've got pain, and appreciating that, yeah, and it can be the sunshine, it can be the frost that's still out there, uh, seeing the beauty, just little moments, little glimpses. So we'll stay here for those who want to stay for the questions and responses. Uh, you're welcome to stay if you have something to reflect on or to ask. Also welcome to stay if you'd like to listen um, and learn uh, from the questions that other people bring. Um, yeah, and otherwise enjoy the walking practice and we'll see you back here at 11.30. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.